What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 124 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's happening? I'm tired. You're tired? Long day. Track and field day was today at school. So Really? Yeah. Second grade through sixth grade. We had fifth and sixth in the morning, and then the afternoon was second, third, and fourth. I uh, I saw that my neighbor, Jeremy K., his daughter, Willow, who runs like a deer. <laughs> yeah, she does. She, uh, I think she could make it two times around the track in time that other people can make well, it one time around the track. At least we know there's somebody in that family that can win races, so... <laughs> <laughs> When they count. I just put that on the T. You did. I put it on you the T for you, Jeremy. This, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. BP out here. Holy Set moly. That one, I knocked that one That one dead that, center 500 and some feet. So. It's over the outfield wall, and it's still traveling. <laughs> it, it literally, somewhere right now, it's, it's, it's heading into a different time zone. Yeah, well, Dan T was down there, too. Was he? Yeah, he was down. Like, we started at, we're supposed to start at 1245 in the afternoon, and I think he might have got down there at, like, noon or something like that i think he was sitting in the stands well, having he, coffee waiting i was so. gonna say he works for the county so I mean, <laughs> you know it's either that or lean on a shovel so. <laughs> right we didn't have any of those that yeah. track and field day oh lucky you dan <laughs> <laughs> no it, it went well it was good 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 weather for it it was nice and overcast so it wasn't too hot and All right. kids did a good job right on right on i you know, uh, when when I was growing up, that was never really my day. And, and for those of you guys that don't really understand, Matt being a elementary PE teacher uh, here at the Central Line School here in Rock Rapids, Iowa, where we live, uh, they have a track and field fun day that's always in the last couple of days of the year. And uh, I don't know, what do they have? The Frisbee throw, a yep. baseball throw, yep. uh What's and the then other a throw? football throw? A football throw. Yeah, and then we do like a fifty meter dash, seventy five, hundred, and two hundred meter dash. Two hundred. Yeah, it's kind of funny. The kids like, oh, I'm going to do the two hundred and stuff. And then we get out there that day, and I take usually try to take them down to the track run before. To there? They're all yeah. Today there's a few of them that are like, where's the finish line? And I was like, all the way over there in that corner. And they went all the way over there. I was like, yep. <laughs> So, but they you did a good thought, job. Should have thought long and hard about the fifty, pal. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had a couple this morning that were just like, uh, "Can we change out of the two hundred to the seventy-five? And uh, nope, sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I was always slow. I'm not a, I'm not a runner. The Sturmans, I don't know where the Sturman athletic uh, gene quit, uh, because my grandpa Dwayne Sturman, he he was an athlete. I mean, like mm-hmm. over over in the Lester, Iowa area, they called him the Whip. Because he was a softball pitcher, he'd get pissed off and throw his glove. He'd play without a glove, and once after he struck everyone out a couple times and they won the game, he'd uh, celebrate with ice cream and beer. Can't go wrong. That's a great one combination. Beer. Only one beer. Yeah. Not not a root beer float, like a regular old beer float. Like, I don't know, probably a, I don't know, what was it? Schmidt's? Ham's? Probably one of those two. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think or he was a drinker. Or Red. Just, oof. Ooh. <laughs> well, I think that's what they gave the losing team. <laughs> but nope. Uh yeah, my grandpa was an athlete, my aunt was an athlete, my dad, my mom, me, my brother. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. We're not that good at fishing either, but we try. Hey, Damn it, anyways, we, can we do. try. That's all we can do. Matt, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking these these random questions that we gave uh that we gave Jason Mitchell last week. Yeah, I want to ask you those same exact questions. Me the same exact. Yeah, because you had some, you had some good questions. You did have some good questions. I was I was scrolling through my pictures and I saw the 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 piece of paper that you had sent me, and then we got sitting here and I realized, hey, 
You got you it. You still, it's still sitting right here. <laughs> so I want to know, text message or call? I like to text more than call. Really? Yeah. I don't like talking on the phone a whole lot. And when I do, I'm, I'm one of those wanderers when I talk. I can't just stay still in one spot. I kind of walk all over the house or all over the room that I'm in talking. So am I. I go into the back room, into the storage room right around the corner here. Yeah. And I'll be back in there. And and then pretty soon I'm like in Grady's room and pretty soon I'm back out here and pretty soon I'm back into the storage room. Like I can't. Right. Just sit there and have a conversation. I'll go walk outside. Walk into the garage, walk back inside, downstairs. Like I, I don't know. That's that's weird. Yeah. What what the hell is that all about? I don't know what it is about that. That I, it's just weird to sit in one spot and talk. But then again, when you're on the when you're driving and somebody calls, and I mean it's a little bit. I mean you have to stay there, but hmm. yeah, I bet you there's more people out there that do that than what a person realizes. Yeah, I I would say I would say. Uh, what was your favorite game in PE? My favorite game in PE when we were younger, I loved floor hockey. Floor hockey? Yep. What, what's floor hockey? What? Well, it's just, you know, it's just hockey with the plastic sticks in the gym. I in mean, the gym, obviously right. you right. don't have rollerblades or ice skates on or yep. anything like that. You just run. Yep, and swing the stick around and hit people. Easy. <laughs> Throw you in the penalty box. <laughs> sandals or sneakers? Sandals. Sandals. Yeah, I like sandals a lot better. All, all the time? All summer long. It's like when when uh, the fall rolls around and we go back to school, it always feels weird to put socks and shoes back on. Yeah. Do you If, if you wear sandals too much, do your feet kind of crack? And A little bit. The heels of my feet get super crazy. Do they? Yeah. Actually, I just had to start putting lotion on them yesterday because I don't think I wore any. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Move along. Out of all your fishing friends, who is the most likely to fall overboard? Uh, I'd have to say Ramsey. Ramsey? Yeah, just because he's always dancing around and doing something goofy up in the front. And he's I, pretty limber, though. Like, well, right, but I still I mean, think like, he would go over. Yeah, I'm I'm literally the one that's probably the least coordinated. But I, I just feel like maybe I just don't take any risks. Right. I, I'm surprised I've never fallen in. Cause there's you a never lot have? T- there's a lot of times where I've gotten close. but Have you? Mm-hmm. Huh. On big waves and stuff like that. Have you ever dropped anything valuable into the water? I I dropped my Costa Del Mars or Costa Del Mars into the water the one time, but luckily I had the net in time to scoop them back up before they floated away. Because they're pretty slow, right. slow droppers. Yeah. Huh. What's one thing you never travel without? Uh, besides the essentials. Oh. Uh, Let's see here. One thing I always that I never travel without. Hmm. I don't do like a whole lot of traveling, but when I do, I'd have to say. Let's see here. One thing that I travel never travel without. Hmm. I would say cell phone charger, but that's kind of a given. Right. Nothing too crazy. No, there's nothing like too crazy. Just your basic stuff. I'm I'm a light packer, like. Like I could literally use probably a grocery bag to <laughs> as a suitcase <laughs> if I really needed to. What's the strangest thing you got in your boat? My strangest thing I have in my boat. You got a saw? No saw. <laughs> no no saw. I can't say that that is one. Um, I have some PVC pipe. Really? Yeah. What that, for? Like GoPro stands that I've made. Okay. So people kind of get in there and they're kind of like, "What is PVC pipe doing in here?" So, yeah. 
Huh. That'd be that'd probably be my strangest thing in my boat. If they were gonna discontinue one fishing lure, what would you go crazy and buy in bulk? Oh, the pit boss. The Berkeley pit boss. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> Don't all ever, the colors are good. Right. All the colors are good. I've I've called those guys over there before and asked if they uh, if they sell them in bulk packs, like hundred packs, because I'm sick of buying the small packages. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Mm. I have I have one I have one bag in my boat just specifically for those. As well, you should. Right. If you were in the Olympics, what event would you be in? Um. If I could skate, I I would want to be in the hockey one. In the hockey, boy, you just like that Minnesota ness. You just can't even. But get you it know out what the crazy opinion. thing is, is like growing up, I'd never watched much hockey. It just happened in like the last probably fifteen years that I really got into hockey. Hmm. I started watching it, and then I, I still like I have no clue what any right. of the rules are. I forced myself to like follow along and know the rules i looked it up online and just like the general rules of it and everything so then once i learned the rules it was like oh it's kind of that's pretty entertaining and having been to many wild minnesota wild games i mean you, you get into it and it's a lot of fun so that's what i'd have to say guilty pleasure fish my guilty pleasure fish is going to be you know as much as annoying as they are to catch, but white bass are a lot of fun. White bass, like when you get out to South Dakota and you get into a school of white bass, it's just it's ridiculous. It's literally crazy. Yeah, what it's like. I mean, your jig or your wrap, whatever you're throwing, can no more than hit the water, and those things, it's like a wolf pack just all over it. So I've I've never gotten into them. Yeah, I've we'll, I've caught random white bass before, but I've never gotten into them. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they can be annoying at times, but I mean, they are fun to catch because they fight. I mean, they're like hubcaps. They turn on their side, but I mean, that's, that's a given with anything with the name right. bass in it. So right. <laughs> better believe it. <laughs> they're going to fight. Uh, could you beat Scott Mockington in a thumb war? I don't think so. I think his thumbs are way too, he's probably got big hands. I've never really looked at his hands to see if he's got big hands, but I figure if he's tall, he's probably got big hands. And if, uh, if if you were to get into a thumb war with him and say a hundred bucks was on the line, thousand bucks is on the line. At, I mean, would you kick him in the nuts to win? I don't know. I don't know if I could ever do that to another dude for a thousand bucks. For a thousand bucks, I'd kick you in the nuts right now for a thousand bucks. Probably do it for a hundred. Just a couple of envelopes and you'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, a couple jawbreakers, some envelopes, and I don't know, a couple <laughs> sticks of Big Red. I'd do it right now. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I just had a good one here. If you could only fish one species. Oh, smallmouth bass. Smallmouth? Yep. You a coffee drinker? Nope. Don't None? Drink coffee. None. Hmm. Uh, I think I maybe already asked you this, but how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? No pineapple on pizza for me. Period? Period. If you, I mean, I guess if you were if at a buffet, forced, right. would you, would, I mean, and that was all that was up there, would you? I would. I'm not one of those that is going to get it to and then just pick it off because by that point, I mean, the taste is already on there, so you might as well eat the damn thing, damn stuff anyways. So. Right. And pineapple's good. It just, right. I, I mean, mean, pineapples might be the best fruit there is. That's it one just, that's up there. It just, yeah, probably not on pizza, the best. Uh, what did you want to be when you were growing up, Matt? Actually, when I was like... I can remember in fourth grade, I wanted to be an author. 
And really? Then, yep. And then that kind of changed a little bit. And because uh, I like telling stories and everything, obviously. But uh, and then when I got into high school, I actually wanted to be a game warden, but kind of took a roundabout way to being a PE teacher then. <laughs> you, you know what the thing about game wardens is? And, and like, I don't want to talk anybody out of game warden or being a game warden because, like, it's, I mean, it, it's a great career. Like, I mean, you know, uh, you know, we need them. We want good people to be doing it. But if you're going to be a game warden because you like deer hunting and you like fishing and whatever. Right. That's the, like, that's you, not the reason to do it. Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta love doing it in order right. to be a game warden, but in the same breath, you're going to be work like, you know, right. oh, you don't deer opener, all, yep. you know, guess what? You don't get to go take part in deer opener. You don't yep. get to go take part in walleye opener, you you know. Yeah, it's very limited time you do get to go out there and enjoy, you know, hunting and fishing and right. outdoors like that. Because, yeah, you're always, you're, the majority of the time you're patrolling. Right, and, if you're a deer hunter and it's like, oh, man, I can't wait till the first week in November. Well, ch- chances are that's when you're going to be, you know. Exactly you right. Know, well. I don't know. Like I said, I, I definitely do not want to talk anybody out of it. Uh, we need we need spectacular people to do that job. Uh, yeah. Huh. Well, whatever. Matt, let's talk Mega Motors. Mega Motors. What, 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 don't, don't we have any questions? Like, where are some of the ones that you asked him last week that I could ask you? I just you I just did all the good ones. You did all the good ones. Yeah. You're. Oh man. You you were questions today. I, I I'm not taking questions today. You don't have a it's in, it's in my contract. Not, not today. Not, not on one twenty four. All right. You, Fine you then. What you did you want to be when you were growing up? I think the fans would like to know that. The dirtbags out there would like to know what little what Scott. Would, hey, dirtbags. Little uh, Scott dirtbag wanted. Little to be. Scotty Sturman from fourteen oh four South Carroll Street. Uh, he uh, like a professional BMX rider. Oh, uh, God, like no, no. I you know like I always like thought that it would be. Like I always dreamed of like being a dirt bike rider or being a skateboarder or, you know, whatever. But, uh, I'm not tough enough for that. Like, I'm not like, I mean, you know, I, I could, I could ride a skateboard and then all of a sudden I'd fall once and it's like, <laughs> this like freaking sports sucks. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I really, I have no clue. I, I don't know. Like, if we went back to second grade Scott and... Like, second grade Scott? I think for the longest time I thought I wanted to be a cop so I could speed. That's and, a good way to do it. I mean, right? But, uh, like, even now, I I am a... I am like a 59er and cruise control. Yeah. Like, I'm... Yeah, I don't need to go fast. I'm not no Ricky Bobby out When's there. the last time you got a ticket, Matt? Last time I got a ticket was probably back in college. What was it for? Speeding. Speeding. Yeah. Oh, a traffic ticket. Time out. Time. A traffic Hold. ticket. No BS. Hold the horn. Well, I got the one over. Are you talking Time about out. over ice fishing or what? No, no. God, no. That was stupid. That was ridiculous. Right. That was that. You know what, Matt? Have you ever told the story about when you got thrown oh, yeah. out of the? Yeah, I've told it on here. On here? Sure. Have you? I, I believe I have. I don't or, think you did. I think I thought that I had talked about that one time that, yeah. That I got... Uh, you have not ever told that story on here. Well, that's because I don't like talking about that story. Seriously? Seriously. I. It's because it, it overshadowed my brother's 
huge accomplishment that night because people still talk about like what happened to me instead of him scoring a thousand career points that night. And uh, that's what brothers are for, <laughs> right? Like, and, like anything you can do, I can do better. And and are you gonna? And are the, you going to tell this fact, story right now? In the fact of everything that's kind of going on in the country right now, I mean, I love police officers and everything like that. So I, that night I encountered one that was one of those super cops that... Well, 1%. 1%, 1% right, of everybody's idiots. That thought that, I mean, thought that he was he needed to calm down. I mean, as I laid face down in the ground, I was trying to calm him down. So... Yeah, it, it, yeah. We're not. Are we gonna do this or not? Uh, I don't know. You don't I have just, to. You don't have to. It, it was all a misunderstanding, and like I said, there's, there's, it, it's not very fun having a, having a pistol pointed at you, and somebody on the other end that is just hyped up and amped up, and I think you took a bunch of pre-workout. Well, and you're afraid. You're just. Afraid, like, if you trip and fall, that something could happen, or if he perceives you as trying to reach for something, that it can turn other ways. And, you know, a canine dog barking in the, in the car, and all you're saying is just, just do not release that thing. And, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a story. If anybody a, wants to really hear about it, I can tell them sometime. But it's, it's just something message I don't us, like to, Message us if you want to hear it. Something I don't... That I don't enjoy because, like I said, people still now when I go back to Ellsworth and that's what people always like to talk about. And at the time, it was kind of funny and in lieu of everything, but just looking back on it now, it was just like, yeah, I just it's not one that I'd like to talk about a lot. All right, guys, you ain't gonna hear it. <laughs> you ain't gonna. You ain't gonna. He ain't in the mood. I'll work on him for next week. <laughs> I might right. tell it. All right, let's talk Mega Motors here. Mega Motors, Matt. Uh, this episode brought to you by, <laughs> yeah, this episode is brought to you by the Midwest Angler podcast. Find us at www.wedonthaveawebsite.com for all your podcast needs. All right. Um, so, so here's one. So I, I want to know, Matt, like at what point are you posting too much content like for y- your brand that you think you're promoting? promoting. I mean, so, so, so this is what I'm getting at. Like if you go out for a long or a long weekend, say you're going out, uh, uh, say you're going out to Lake Thompson, Lake Thompson in South Dakota, and you are planning on, uh, fishing for a Friday, a Saturday and a Sunday. How many Facebook posts can you make tagging your company of, bait or your company of clothing you're wearing or like how how many how many facebook posts is is acceptable before it's like whoa pal like i I, turn her down i'm one of those guys that is just like if you're gonna go out and do it you know if you can post you can post about like going like that you're heading out there you know got a long weekend plan and stuff like that if you want to give like daily updates like how you did Oh, that's cool and stuff like that. But like, oh man, I think if you're posting more than two or like more than three or four times about, about it out there per day, right. per day, I think that you're getting up into that mega motor range. And especially, you know, 
it's one thing if you have some different companies that you are promoting like if you are like if they're like a primary sponsor for you like you are getting paid by them to do it and stuff like that you are you know a you are a pro staffer so to say you know you're a staffer for them it's one thing but uh if you're just doing it just to do it i mean yeah i a few is way too many so i mean like and and if, especially if they're not good. I mean, if you're putting some good quality content, oh like for the, sure, you for got sure. some cool pictures. You know, you caught some different type of fish, and you don't want to just, you know, sometimes if you say you had an awesome day and you caught some cool fish, and you make one album, and it's just like, man, you you don't want to hide some of them fish far down in an album. Right, right. So if you like share a couple pictures, and then you know a few hours later, you know here's a couple of here's a couple other fish that we caught this day that you know wanted to be highlighted. I'm good with that, but I mean, I mean, if you're just doing like video clips of just like, you know, every hour you're doing like a video clip and they're just like, kind of like a day, a day like an hourly update on your fishing trip, right? And it's like, well, you know, I mean, it's one thing if you're, uh, you know, NWT angler, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, right. you know, I, I care, I, I want to see his update, but it, if, if you're not, like, right. You think anyone gives a shit, man? Like, seriously. <laughs> I, right. No, I know exactly what you're saying. You know, it's just like, okay, if you're just, uh, you know, like us, if we're just out there, it's like, there's a lot of people that are, I mean, I'm not going to blow up people's news feeds by just like no posting. One, no one cares. Right. Random videos of like, we got like three, like we went out bass fishing today. We've caught two bass so far. I agree. I agree. So we've, we've caught two bass. We've been out here for two, three hours. We've caught two bass. <laughs> okay right right, <laughs> right. i mean the, the, no i right. i'm there like so so this is what i'm thinking like if you go out for a three a, a three hour uh or a three day three hour three day trip you know friday saturday sunday i'm all right if you want to you know if you did good on friday you want to put a post that night right i'm good if you did good on or you know i mean even if you didn't do good if, if you want to put a pro post on you know friday evening saturday evening sunday evening I'm good with that. Yep. If you catch, uh, you know, something awesome, like, you know, if something really cool happens and, you know, Saturday at noon, you want to put another post on because you just got your personal best walleye, I'm still good with that. Yep. If, if, if you've got some brands that you need, you know, that you want to put out there, you know, something special, a bait, a clo clothing or whatever, I'm still good with that. But if you're just showing, like, nothing, like, yeah. I mean, if, like if it's a whole lot of nothing... I don't know. It's weird. Right. Like, like, like uh, here's here's this lure, this so-and-so crankbait that I'm using. Uh, we've only caught, like, one fish on it today, but I really like this. I really like this bait. Right. It's just like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, like, that's, that's cool, but and, and especially if you're just an average dude. If you're Corey Sprangle. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's what I mean. People are genuinely like if, interested in what Corey Sprangle has to say. Right. Like, the proof is in the pudding. Check the trophy case, pal. Yeah. Like, you know, if he's saying, hey, this is my favorite lure, there's probably something to it. Right. No, I I totally agree with you on that. It's it's the ones like, and especially if you start sharing your own posts. I mean, or liking your own posts. Like, yep. I don't know if I've ever liked my own post. Have you ever liked your own post? Like, I'm going to start. Like, like we put what if out you're some at fish What if you're at and, 99 likes? And you want to get to that 100. <laughs> you know damn well you want to. <laughs> Just create yeah, a fake profile bullshit. so that you can. You, that you can. 
you you're the king of liking your own post. You've got yeah, you got twenty seven burner accounts and just and just like yep. them all. All right, I, I got I got one for you here, Matt. If you go out fishing for a weekend, no, for a day, for a Saturday, you get done, you go to the boat ramp, and you take three pictures in front of your boat with your fish in three different shirts. That's that's yeah, that's kind of mega moting too. Kind of mega moting, like the fuck are right. you doing? It's it's yeah. mega moting. Like, and then you're gonna go turn around and put them all on the exact same Facebook post. Right. Like, I mean, I could, I could possibly, possibly, like three percent understand. Like, if you're gonna send that off, like you know, if 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 you caught a hell of a big, you know, trophy caliber fish, and you know, if if you're for, uh, you know, if if you're for Berkeley and you're for uh, St. Croix rods, you know, like I get that, you know, I mean, if you've got a St. Croix shirt and a St. Croix hat, like maybe you want to take a picture of, you know, of that fish right. with some St. Croix stuff to send that up to the people at St. Croix. Yeah. Yeah. Do as you wish with this picture. If, if they know. wanted to have like a pro shot of you or something, something. like that. Yep. Yep. You know, and I mean, if you did the same, you know, but I mean, to go back with, with, uh, you know, a limit of walleyes and sit in the, in the boat ramp parking lot and take the exact same picture of you with three different shirts on yeah at that at that point it's like you got to start like getting creative and taking a like go stand somewhere else and take like different background pictures or take a couple on the water like bring bring the sweatshirts or the t-shirts or whatever you have with you and do that but i mean the really neat part about this is like you can wear a hat right with one brand yeah you can wear a shirt with another brand. You can have one of their products in the picture. But that kind of starts going back to a few years ago. Remember in the deer hunting community where it, the hot thing was like if you shot a deer and then you, you sit there with like the <laughs> 12 spray. different products all right. in front. Yeah. Like the spray bottle, like scent killer. Backpack, and it's like, scent killer. It's like sitting on the deer and it's just like, you know what? I don't want to see that. I want to see like the cool nature backgrounds and stuff like that. And I guess the same way goes a little bit with fishing. And like like you were saying there, it's, it's one thing if you're sending it to that, like that company wants a couple pictures of you like highlighting their, their gear that's one thing but like to share like all three pictures on different posts on your social media it, it's yeah, the that's, same post right it's it's mega moton is definitely is what it is and especially if you're just like you like the company and you're just doing it just to do it i mean like i said it's one thing if you're getting like finance like major financial backing right, from right. Them, not like you get a free lure for every you know three hundred dollars you spend on their products or something like that uh, that's really not a promote that's not really yeah at, at what point, like, if, if you're, if these people that, like, make jerseys, fair enough, like, you know, jerseys are sweet, like, I like them, whatever, but if you're making jerseys, like, there's a lot of people that just, like, wear jerseys <laughs> that, uh, like, they truly have no, I mean, like. They're kind of starting to become a little bit like the Affliction t-shirts I, or American Fighter t-shirts. Fishing jerseys are starting to become that way. Like dudes will wear them out, like they're going with their family. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, like going yeah, out to eat. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're at the freaking Applebee's and <laughs> right. you. I mean, you're running you're running your fishing jersey. Like 
you know, oh, did you just get off the water? No, nah, man. Yeah. It was no, just Saturday night with the fam. <laughs> <laughs> Badass. It's steak night at Applebee's. That's what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know when you're going to get into an eating contest. Right. you got to have your damn you jersey on. sponsors. Where did that jersey at? Yeah. I need it now. No, but like there, there's a lot of people that are, that are wearing jerseys of, of, of brands that have no clue who the hell they are. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, is that legal? It's gotta be. I mean, can you just like go to G2 Gemini or whoever the hell the Jersey maker is and like, yo, uh, you know, right. As long as you're not, I want Ranger boats on there. Right. Like, oh really? You do. Yeah, you can do that because I mean you can buy Lund boat jerseys off their website and stuff. Well, like I mean, that. I suppose, but I mean, but I mean, yeah, there's some dude running around, and I mean, you can probably get your name put on them and all. I mean, that at stuff least Lund is it. still getting some money off of that. Well, that's well, that's true. Like with the G two, I understand what you're saying there, but a lot of those companies make those for them, and then they sell them. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I mean, for right. me personally, Scott Sturman, who, I mean, I. I mean, I personally, uh, I'm for clam and I'm for cold snap. That's that's my two deals. But I mean, like, so I I, I run Berkeley Pit Boss. Like, I would never. I mean, am I allowed to get a jersey and and put Berkeley on the front? And since I got a tracker boat, I'll put tracker on the front. And since I it's got a Mercury motor on it, I'll put Mercury on it. And uh, since I'm running an Abu Garcia rod, I'll put Abu Garcia on it. And uh, since I use the uh, the chatterbait, I'll put Z-Man on there. And, right. you know, next thing you know, I got 14 different logos on my shirt. Not not a one damn person from any of those companies knows who the hell Scott Sturman is. Right. Is that uh, allowed? It must be. I mean, there's got to be some type of... There's a guy from Okaboji that was wearing a shirt that said a boat company's pro team, and he didn't even own that brand of boat. boat. Yeah. No, I know it's well. There's got to be some type of copyright infringements on it, or right. something like that. But I, I guess I mean they sell their own branding T-shirts out there, and I mean any Joe Schmo can go out there and have one on. I mean, at that point in time, like I don't know, like say say you're Mercury Marine, and freaking Daryl from down the road gets himself a freaking Mercury Marine, you know. Jersey makes makes it himself and goes and freaking, you know, Starts, robs a bank. Right. And, you know, his gets, mugshot. Get, has, yeah, has, yeah. I mean, Mercury Marine. It's like, yeah. hell yeah. You know, like, hey, any or publicity even, is good publicity, right? Or even if they're out, like, acting like they're pro staff and promoting stuff and going to, like, events and talking and stuff, and they're not even part, really part of the promotional team. Right. I mean, there's got to be there's something. There's a risk, that, you know, to, to having anybody wear your name on their shirt. Right. There's got to there's gotta be something that they can, like, come back on them. And, is there such thing as stolen valor in the like fishing community? or something like that. Have you ever seen those stolen valor videos? Uh-uh. Shut the f- no, you have seriously. Uh, uh-uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God, go and look. All right. It's like these people that dress up in army uniforms. Oh, okay. And pretend to, Con- like they're and in the get army. Discounts and stuff like that. Or yeah, just, yeah. Like, get walk discount, around, people get discounts, up and, sh- and you know they shake them. people's hands oh, and you know man. whatever. I mean, and and none of them are smart enough to like just like have a low rank like you know right. they got enough freaking medals like it looks like they're the guys handing out the medals at right. the at the olympics 
I mean, where they 20, can fact check you pretty fast and be like, no, this dude ain't I legit, mean, right? Like, you talk to Ramrod, and I mean, if 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 he sees another army guy, right? I've I mean, been like with he, him he knows like, right, oh, yeah, right there, like you know, that you yeah, meant, you see that, that on the right. sleeve, like you know, that means that, like, yeah. oh, that dude's badass, you yeah. know, like whatever. I mean, he knows the second he sees him, boom, like he, I mean, right. he, he's got an idea. These dudes aren't. I mean, you're gonna get freaking caught, right? Like, no doubt. I'm, I don't know. That's that's just weirder than hell, right? Yeah, and there's probably there is a lot of that in the fishing industry. I think you'd be surprised at how, how many, many dudes like sit there and act like they are part of a pro team for somebody, and in all reality, they're really not. No matter where you look, and all of a sudden you, then finally you talk to one of the like the heads of that that company, and they're just like, or whoever's in charge of their promotional staff, and they're just like, I don't know who you're talking about. It's like, well, old son is running around down yeah. here somewhere, just talking it up like he is like on your staff. So, uh, you know. I don't know if Matt Johnson really has any clue who the hell I am. Oh, I think he does. I think he. I think Matt is one of those guys that knows, like, of yeah, all of yeah, that's like, true. Like he he knows. I mean, and, yeah. And I think like like as far as like his clam goes, it's you know, there's like a small group of you guys. It's not like a huge group where everybody kind of knows everybody, right? Whether you know him directly. Like, if I don't know you directly, I know a guy who knows you directly. Right, So, like, right. I can be like, hey, what's like, yep. what's this dude doing? Yep. Like, the what's network. he been doing it's, and it's stuff like that? Right, right. right. So, I, I I mean, as far as that, as, a, like, a corporation like Clam goes, I mean, I think that they do a really good job with all that stuff. But oh, for sure. I know what you're saying, like, as far as maybe, like, you're talking, like, a Berkeley or, oh, yeah. or one of those companies that is, like, really just huge and worldwide and nationwide. Yeah, not just, just here like, in the upper Midwest. and Right, it's probably pretty easy to for somebody just to walk around and be like, oh, yeah, I'm on their pro stat, like, pro team, and nobody's going to ever really question them on it. Right. Well, I mean, if I, mean, if I was in Shields and somebody came walking up to me and said, you know, hey, I'm on Berkeley's pro team, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. probably. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if I'd if I if I kind of thought maybe they were lying a little bit, you know, maybe I'd ask them a couple questions just to just or, to feel or what out. you're gonna do is like get their name and as soon as you walk away from them, you're gonna look them yeah, up. Yeah, Facebook's online. a tool, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of that, and that is definitely a mega motor move is to act like you're on a company's pro team and you are not on a company's pro team and. That and also, like, if you're in a store and you walk up to somebody and you tell them that you're on somebody's pro team, that's kind of a mega motor move too. For sure, like, I think I think that happens like in a place like Shields more often than what a guy could, probably. Oh yeah, I mean, you it know, happens a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess you would know. I mean, yeah, it happens a lot. People want to break themselves up and stuff like that. A lot of people like nothing more than to talk about themselves. So sometimes you just let them go when you listen. You know, I, I actually saw a fact today that said uh, 55% of the world's population think that they're smarter than the other 55 or, right. or than, than they're, they're smarter than average. Right. They're smarter than average. And it said 35% of people think that they are average and the other people I'm sitting here trying to do that math in my head, and I don't want to pull a mat. I think that's, I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's ten percent realize, yeah. or, or, or you know, think yeah. that they're that they're less. 
what percent of fishermen do you think think that they're better than than average? Ooh. What is average? I guess so so here's the thing. Like I think I think it'd be very easy the the average uh, across all people that fish in the United States. I mean, you got to realize 90% of those people fish less than four times a year probably. Right. Yep. Oh yeah, I know. So I mean, if you think that you're better than average, I suppose if 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 you if you can even go out and catch them, I mean, if you know how to rig up five different styles of bait, you're probably better than average. Right. You would think so. How many people think that they're in the top 5%? A lot. I think a lot of like I think there's 90% a lot of... of the people think that they're in the top 5%. Don't they say 90% of the fish are in in 10% of the water? Something like that. So I would say 90% of the fishermen think that they're above average than what they are. I mean I like I think they're above average. Yeah. A lot of them think that they're better than what they are. I mean, you got to have confidence in yourself, but there's also such thing as being overconfident and cocky. Right. You know, part part of me likes to think like, you know, yeah, you know, I can, I, I can go and catch them. I got skunked on Saturday. And that happens to everybody. They don't I matter. don't know if it happens to everybody. It does. Look at how many times you've talked about with the professional anglers. Like some of these guys on the Elite Series Tour, they go out there and they zero a day or... They only catch one or two fish. You think Brandon Pol- When's the last time you think Polinick got skunked? Um, I think you'd be surprised. There's probably some practices where they haven't really had great luck. I mean, again, there's a lot of times they all post it on there. And But he's one of the top five bass anglers in the world. I mean. On BassFan.com. Right. I think he's number three. Number three. So, I mean. Jacob dude, Wheeler, number one. That I believe Ott Defoe, number two. Polonics number three. You know they got fighter like down in like ninth. Yeah, I, it right might even be eleventh right now. He definitely isn't. I mean, right now he definitely isn't. Isn't what? In isn't down at nine. He should be up there close to the top five right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but the thing, J- but the, Jacob Wheeler's but the an thing, animal. Jacob Wheeler's the, an animal. The thing that the other guys have over him is they've had some wins on the major levels, like. Big big wins. If he and if he if he gets if he, a blue trophy, yeah, oh yeah, he's then he'll be he'll be top five. He's won two AOI tournaments, right. which is is a smaller field, right? He and he, with it's year, looking like he's going to have right, an AOI this right. year. Right. The way the way his year's going right now, if he would happen in one of these next event few events, win one of the blue trophies, he's definitely going to be up in there. Right. If you had to pick three anglers to go bass fishing with, anyone in the world, right? You 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 make a four person team. Who are you picking for the other three? Who am I picking for the other three? Odd Defoe is going to be one. Um, probably Polinick, and then my other guy is going to be. Let's see here. Thinking here. I would probably go with. I'm gonna go with Mark Daniels Jr. Really? Yeah. I just like is, all those guys. That's a catch large mouth and small mouth. That's who you and and you feel like that gives you your best chance. 
you like. It gives me my best chance, but it's also the guys that I like. That they, they seem like they're pretty genuine, genuine, yep. and like out there on the water and stuff like that. I mean, they're all just hammers. So that's right. probably who I would go with. Okay, who are you going you? for? What, me? If I'm if I'm out there to win, if I'm out there to win, I'm gonna go with Brandon Polinick, who just won an open, and right. I mean, is kicking ass because he wanna he wanna. Yeah, Elite he's won, Series yep. this year too, right? Yep. So he's won two turn, two big tournaments this year. Uh, I'm going with Brandon Polinick. I am probably going to go with Seth Fighter. And I am going to go with, as much as I don't even want to, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably probably end up going with Ott Defoe. Yeah. I mean, I truly think Jacob Wheeler is, uh, I think he's the best bass fisherman in the world right now. Right. But I don't know if I could handle a day out in the water with, well, he, with him. He fishes with ducket rods, <laughs> so <laughs> you're out. And I think he uses Guggen baits. So yep. So well, Mark Daniels Jr. might too, actually. So yeah. we won't be nope, using that, any of his stuff. <laughs> all right, wal- walleye fishing. Walleye fishing. Who's your three? Oh, uh, I'm going with Springle. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with Hoyer. Yep. And then, you know what? I'm just gonna throw Gary Parsons out there. Okay. I think Gary would just—he's kind of like the wise old guy. That you got to have that wise right. old guy in in the mix, especially that's like, if you got some younger guys in there. That's just gonna be like, all right, you know, he's gonna. Oh, like, settle down, yeah, gonna, Corey. It's, it's kind of like when you're when we're fishing with the Coxes. You know, when we were fishing with them that day. You got Don. That's just like, all right, just calm down. This is what we're gonna do and stuff. Those boys just want to go. Don's just like, all right, let's think about this for a second. He's he's kind of like the old bull that's been hit with the fencer. <laughs> I think he's like there's a lot of there's a lot of those walleye guys when you start thinking about it that I think would be fun to be in the boat for a day. I like oh, Joe for sure. Joe Okada, he would be a fun one, I yep. think. Uh the, the um Jason Securic would be a cool one, I think, to be in the boat with. Uh you know, there's just there's just a lot of those guys that seem pretty That's how you generic. pronounce that last name? Yeah. You talk about hey, let's He was up at Sturgeon Bay. Right. Let's you know, fishing families. Oh yeah. There's a lot of fishing families going on right now oh, that are having sure. success. Let's talk big about time. some of these damn fishing families. That's I mean, a good topic, man. Fishing Matt. families for I being mean, ugly. That's a good topic for you to come up uh, with. Right, I, that's for sure. I'm well, not claiming. All right, it. all right. I'm on. I'm on the lower ten percent of good okay. looks. Thinking a person thinks they look. Before good. we get into that tournament, I want your top five fishing families my top five fishing families like right now like tournament fishermen families or are you just talking like i would say here in the upper midwest uh because then okay I let's mean, just throw just the linders out right just fishing families or fish tournament tournament fishing family. families and we're not going to have the linders in it because there's like there's a lot of them they're iconic they're on everyone's list Okay, right. so we got that out of the way. Current fishing families here from the Upper Midwest. From the Upper Midwest. Well, I'm going to go with the Parsons. Correct. Chase and, and Gary. Gary. I mean, they... Chase fresh off an NWT win out at Chamberlain. Right. Um, then I'm going to go with the Segurits. You know, you got Jay and Jason. Jay's doing a lot of good work in the Bass Opens this year. Yep. And, you know, he did the co-angler for years and did really good in it, so... His first year as a pro, I think it's this is his first year. Maybe last year was, but I mean he's doing really good, and Jason's doing really good on the walleye tour, the national walleye tour. 
together uh, they just got like fifth place at that Sturgeon Bay tournament, I believe. Right. Or second. Was it fifth? No, it was fifth. Right. You're. I think you're right. It could have been fourth. Let's meet in the middle. Okay. Maybe third and a half. Um, I'm gonna go with. After that, let me see here. Well, the Johnstons, they're going to be number one right now, obviously. I'm not doing this in any particular no, order. They won it. Right. They won that. But, I mean, you talk about a couple of brothers that are just out there, you know, on the bass tournament scene that are killing it. I'm going to go with those guys. Um, let's see here. Who else was I? I was just thinking of somebody, too. That, like, dads are really big in, like, the walleye. The Kings, I think. I think Lucas King is one. Brett and Lucas? Yeah, Brett King and Lucas. Lucas, okay. is, he fishes a lot of tur- bass tournaments, and he's he's doing really good. And then, uh, ah, dang it, I had another one in my mind, and I'm drawing a blank right now. I felt like when, when we first started talking about this, I was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, or oh, yeah, so-and-so. And I, too, am... Uh... They're just like, I mean, I was thinking like some of like the bass tournament stuff, too, but a lot of those guys are southern... You know, you got the lanes and everybody like that. Uh, oh, yeah, top five. I don't know. That might have been five. We'll right. call it four. Five's a lot But, of I people. mean, it just seems like there's a lot of, like, you're seeing the next generation of, like, a lot of these older fishing families that are starting to come through. I mean, in all levels, like walleye fishing, uh, bass tournaments and stuff. I mean, with Roland Martin and Scott Martin you know, all the lanes coming through. It just seems like a lot of these guys are starting to kind of get their get their niche. A lot of their a lot of their kids, like Randy Howell, his kids are up and comers that are going to be really tough. Uh, uh, I think Edwin Evers has some kids that are bass fishing in some tournaments. I mean, you're just apparently seeing, Vegas Iconelli is like freaking doing about really it. good. So like, I mean, he, he's dead set that that's I mean, what he's going to be. Harriet Ladner and Izzy Ladner, they they last year. No matter year, they, which one of freaking Harry's kids, kids he, goes he goes out with, he right. just freaking smashes them. So I mean, it, it's just cool to see a lot of them getting involved with these tournaments and fishing as families. I'm going to throw this out there right now. Harry Ladner may be the most underrated bass fisherman around here, up in up in this area. Yeah, I, I mean, can... maybe he's not the, but I mean, if you haven't freaking heard of Harry Ladner. Like that dude freaking catches them. Right. He he just loves bass fishing. I mean, he'll go fish tournament. He loves tournament bass fishing. I mean, he'll go catch them anywhere, anytime. And he does. And he seems to. And he catches them. So I mean, I mean, with those other ones, those guys are probably some of the biggest ones that I can think of right off the top of my head as yep. far as fishing families go. Matt, earlier uh, before we started this, you were kind of talking to me about a little incident that you had over the weekend, and uh, we kind of. We're talking about proper dock etiquette when fishing. Run us, run us through that scenario that you were in. Well, I was out fishing with my brother, my dad, and my nephew, and uh, we were going after panfish, and we moved to a different spot on the lake and going to go fish around some docks and try to f- catch some crappies. And as we pulled up there, came off a pad, you know, off a plane, and started going up to the dock about – I don't know, seven or eight docks up around the corner. Here comes another boat around that way fishing towards us. They're bass fishing. We're panfish fishing. And, I mean, we pulled up right to the dock that we wanted to fish. And, I mean, they were a ways away yet. And so we were we were fishing at, and they came up there, and they are fishing the docks around, like, leading up to us. And we weren't going at them. And they kind of went out. They started going out around us like I figured they would, and which I figured was proper, like, etiquette to do anyways. 
And pretty soon they were like, they were both chucking spinner baits and they kind of were chucking their spinner baits. One was kind of towards us a little bit. Like it was like, like we just came through there. I really don't know if that's a good spot, but I think it was just one of those deals. Like they were just fishing out around us. And I mean, it wasn't like an incident. So to say, it just got me thinking, I was just like, we're like, were we wrong for doing that? Or like, was that all right? Like what was going on? Because I mean, they were clearly down a ways. Like they didn't see us pull up and we didn't see them coming around the corner. So I was just like, it was what it was. I mean, I didn't feel bad that we were fishing that dock. So do you, were you stationary? Yes. Yeah. We were spot locked. Don't you kind of feel like the stationary boat always has the right of way? I, I believe so. That's that's kind of I mean, for me. It would have been a different story. I mean, we never would have done it had they been like a couple docks away and we went to just come pulling up there and started fishing the dock like right in front right. of where they were heading, obviously. Right, but, right. I, I mean, mean, you know as well I as say, I do on Okaboji, there's a ton of docks to fish. When, and docks are kind of a tricky deal because, you know, you could, you could pull up to a dock and not realize that anyone uh, – not realize that anyone's really coming because they could be – in inside of the dock and and you know it's like oh yeah no big deal whatever and you know all of a sudden they come out and it's like oh you know right oh yeah i didn't i didn't really realize i don't know i i would say if uh i don't know within about four or five docks i would i would say that you know if if you get to that spot and they're four or five docks down right I, i think that you're entitled to that spot then you know, if, if you guys are both working towards each other, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, just give up. If each of you guys give up right. one dock and, and you, you know, skip middle, around and, and, right. and whatever, I, I think you're good. Uh, I don't know. And and I think if you're the stationary one that, that you've kind of got uh, that you've kind of got right away there. You know, I, I think that the, the moving boat has to kind of go around you. Here's one that I want to know, Matt. How do you feel? If you're running a set of docks and you get up there and there's people actually fishing off of one of those docks, what are you going to do? Right. Well, anytime I've ever really encountered somebody fishing off their own dock, you know, I'll talk and talk to them and ask them how it's going and everything like that. And I probably won't fish their dock that they're right. fishing on and stuff. I'll go out around them unless they say, hey, you know, throw up over here. You know, a lot of those docks owners and that are fishing out there, they'll they'll tell you, yeah, throw right up in here. As long as they don't care, I will, you know. But uh, other than that, I Just usually, skip over it. Right. I, I think that's your best bet. You know, I mean, especially, I don't know, if somebody's sitting there fishing and all of a sudden you cast up there and, you know, you crank on a fish right in front of them while they're fishing, mm, you're probably not going to be a, a, you know, you, you didn't right. make a fan. You didn't make a fan. Sometimes. Though. Sometimes they're your biggest fan. They're sitting there. They want to see you <laughs> catch the fish. And they're hooting and hollering like, wow, that's awesome. And then sometimes you throw it back, and they're like, "Wait, why'd you throw it back?" Right. Like, well, you know, just catch and release. We do. You know? yep. So, I mean, that I don't know. Another like annoying one I've had before. You know, dock fishermen. That's their dock. They they have the right to fish just like anybody else out there. But like when they like seem to like rocket cast it out there, and they're like way out there, and you're idling. You know, you're within three hundred feet of the shore, so you're not running through their full plane. Right. But you're just kind of motoring along and idling, and all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, Bobber's out here, and you got to quick like throw in reverse, or you got to go out there a ways and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes that can get that can get annoying, or where they got enough lines out there that if they got like a whole parameter covered, and it's just <laughs> like, 
oh crap, you know, I mean, I don't want to run over their line for right, one. I don't right. want to get it in, you know, in your propeller and everything like that. But for two, it's like, you don't want to do that either. And then everybody's mad at each other. So. Well, right. I mean that no, no one wins in that situation. Right. I, I, we've talked about this before. I'm a very non-confrontational person out there on the water. Right. And, and know, that's best. It, it takes sometimes a lot to get like to get to me, but you know, it, it's happened before. So yeah. But I'm I'm still not going to be the one that stands there and swears and cusses and does all that stuff. Right. And makes a bigger fool of them. Yep. Matt, you got a good news story? Um, you know, I got a couple good news stories I'm going to go with, though. My grandpa got out. He was out fishing by himself. He's actually out fishing by himself. The no other. kidding. He's been going over to a old little lake in southwest Minnesota and catching himself some bullheads because he's been hungry for them. And he catches, Can't beat that. He catches enough that he thinks he can get a couple meals out of. But they only make one meal for him because he just keeps on eating them. He told my brother Mike the other night, he's like, yeah, I ate 10 bullheads the other night. He goes, but I only had a couple pieces of bread and butter with them. Because, <laughs> you know, that's an old, I mean, I don't know if your grandparents always did that. Always had bread and butter with like like every meal you ever oh, had. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. over to grandpa and grandma's, they, you'd always have bread and butter. And uh, so then the other day he told them, yeah, he goes, I I had 10 bullheads again the other day, but this time I only limited myself to one piece of bread and butter. And then he said, you know, I probably better start just only having, I think seven's my limit. He goes, 10's quite a a bit. Seven bullheads is the sweet spot? Seven is is what what I'm good for. But like I said, he was over there by himself, 95 years old, fishing, and one of the guys that lives by the lake come driving down there and was talking to him and uh, just couldn't believe that he was 95 and he was out there doing that. And... it was probably a lot of fun for that guy because my grandpa was telling him old stories of fishing in this spot right. of like, oh yeah, we used to walk across that pasture out there when it was so and so's and get to the get to this part of the lake and I mean just so much history that goes yep. on with it all. So that'd be one of mine, and then another one is uh, today actually it happened. A past student came in. He graduated last year. A couple years ago, he graduated. And he was coming back to visit everybody at school, and he was standing there talking to me, and he was just like, hey, what's this I hear? So what's this about a podcast? You're on a podcast. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, we, I have a fishing podcast with my friend Scott. And he's just like, I was riding with my dad the other day, and he was listening to something, and I was like, hey, that voice sounds kind of familiar. Really? So Yeah, so his dad, Harold Daniels, is likes to listen to the show. and. Huh. They were talking about it, and he thought it was pretty cool. That So, Mikhail, if you hear this, uh, here's a shout-out for you, and it was good seeing you at school the other day. That's badass. That was pretty cool. Right on. Uh, my good news story is uh, going to be uh, nothing nothing too crazy, but uh, uh, two weekends ago when I was supposed to have my son, Grady, he got uh, put on quarantine from a COVID exposure at school. And uh, so this last weekend uh, wasn't my weekend with him. And he called me up on Saturday morning. He said, "Hey, Dad, you want you want to go fishing today?" Heck yeah! I'm like, yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, so we did. We got skunked. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. It wasn't worth the toot. But uh, but you yeah. guys were on adventure yep. with each other. Yep, just we you got two, out. and that's yep. a lot of fun. Yep, it was just me and him. We brought the boat out there. My freaking little Chevy Colorado's pulling that boat like a damn it dream. Does. Ah, I'm impressed. Right. So. Nope, that's it. Uh, I should probably give out a, a birthday shout-out to my brother Mike. It was his 
birthday May 16th, and then May 17th was my nephew Coy's fifth birthday. So really? My nephew Coy is kind of... He, was, how old is Mike? 61, 62? <laughs> Somewhere he just there. looked that? He just looks that way. Okay. <laughs> you owe him that one. <laughs> I, I, golly, <laughs> poor Mike. I've just been freaking big league in Mike since day one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my nephew Coy, for his fifth birthday was one heck of a birthday for him on Saturday. He For walleye opener, he got to go fishing all day in the boat. Sunday, he got to go fishing all day in the boat. And then t- Monday, today, when we're recording this, he got to go fishing with Grandpa the day, and they caught a limit of nice crappies. So. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Wait, did he, no, Coy's five, just living his best life. For five, I mean. <laughs> Coy's catching more fish than me. He, he loves it when Grandpa has a day off because he knows he's going fishing. Hell, yeah. So. All right, guys. That is uh, episode 124. Uh, we'll be back next week with a guest uh, on episode 125. We'll see you next week. Later. Later.